everyone to our third and final podcast episode. Hey, hello. Today is all about mental well-being. So we're going to look at self-care, self-love and body positivity and things you can do to nurture yourself and your mind and your body and also just kind of little tips and tricks that we learned along the way. Yes, and like Freddie mentioned, this is our last episode, sadly. Um, And so we thought we wanted to involve and hear from the students at our school and ask them, give them an opportunity to, you know, hear what questions and comments they had about everything surrounding mental health and mental well-being. So we all, we picked and decided on our favorite questions that we thought we could answer best today. So yeah, that's what we'll be doing as well. Yeah. So we're going to start off with the questions and then we'll kind of sum it up in the end with all the little tips and tricks. Okay, our first question is, what is obsessive compulsive disorder or OCD in further depth and is it common? First of all, all I want to say and all we want to say Mm -hmm. is we are in no way specialists on this topic. We are just kind of, we researched a bit and giving some information. And if you really feel the need, talk to someone and talk to someone who actually has knowledge about this topic. And that can actually help you. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So first of all, I just would like to say the definition, if you may be not aware of what it is, if you've not heard of it. Uh, the official definition is um, it's a disorder which people have reoccurring unwanted thoughts, ideas, or sensations in a way like obsessive that make them feel driven to do something repetitively or compulsively. So that's kind of just the official definition if you haven't heard of it yet. And I think um, what things that I heard and understand from it, um, often people could say, oh, some misconceptions about OCD. It's not like that you really have to be really tidy and clean. It's not always focused on that. It has a wide range of different wants and like sensations. And also nobody has just a little bit of OCD. It's not like that. You either have it or you don't. And you can have, you can have these stressing thoughts or these compulsions to do something, but only if they really disrupt your daily life for a long period of time one could really say that that is OCD so that's kind of just the first kind of thing well yeah I think then also like you said Freddie and how we're also trying to say we are in no way shape or form professionals on any of these topics um but I think it's also very important to not self-diagnose yourself with OCD or even you know any disorder and also not to kind of make it I think with social media it's also sometimes become kind of a trend to say oh I have such OCD like and you know you may not mean it but in the end or even like oh I'm so depressed but it's actually something that people really struggle with and so to make it like a trend or something trendy isn't necessarily a good thing and also just adding to what Maddie said I think it's also very important that now if you're hearing this episode and you maybe find yourself thinking oh okay maybe this is me maybe I do have characteristic that lead to maybe OCD or what we were just talking about Mm. definitely do get help or definitely ask somebody who is a specialist because obviously it would help you if you would know one further notice instead of knowing it too late I 100% agree and I would just also say if you kind of like Claire said kind of feel that this might be something that you're struggling with maybe also do your own research I think there's a bobbly a huge range of uh, information on the internet and you can maybe see some um uh, information from people who actually suffer with OCD kind of understanding really it better and that can also help you decide if it is what you're struggling with or it's just some other stressing factors in your life yeah 
Yeah. And especially, I think, if you're a student as well, like, there's always an opportunity you can talk to, you know, your school psychologist or even just people around you. Like, it doesn't need to be something daunting, like, yeah. oh, getting help, going to a hot, like, a mental, you know, it's not, it doesn't need to be necessarily that. Because exactly. I can imagine yeah. it being very daunting and, you know, it's a vulnerable place to be in. So just talking about it is really the first step, I would say. Fully agree. And anyway, what we're trying to do with this podcast is kind of, like, break that stigma of exactly. talking about mental health. And I think this is definitely goes under this category and just really just open up to your friends and family or anyone you can trust uh, mm-hmm. and support person. And I think that's just the first step, acknowledging and taking that step. Yeah, 100%. And as well, just again, like admitting it to yourself or even just feeling that it's not a bad thing to have problems mentally. That's also considering OCD, obviously don't feel ashamed and um, like you said, Freddie, like try to talk to people and Maddie said that as well. Just don't feel ashamed of it. It's, it's a normal thing. Everybody can have it. Yeah. And I think now I'm kind of going on a tangent away from OCD itself, but I think it's also, you know, you may have a friend or someone that is that they may not even know they're struggling with OCD or like any type of disorder and you might not know either. And so I just think sometimes it's kind of important to because it's hard if it's something, you know, it's a very sensitive topic for a lot of people if they're struggling with something and they may not just be open to, and you know, if you just ask them, oh, how are you? They may just not tell you. So I just think it's important to like watch out for people. So if you see that your friends are, you know, acting a little differently, this is just kind of like generally with anything, you know, like just keep an eye on them or, you know, it's hard because it's, I think it's tricky if you ask, it's easier to not go into it, you know? And they, they might not really understand it themselves. Um, but yeah, yeah, I just think, yeah. look out for people. Being a support <laughs> yeah. system for other exactly. people. Exactly. Just having the conversations, if it's about you or about someone else. And yeah. In a comfortable environment. Mm-hmm. And also generally asking, like, I feel like sometimes you ask everyone, oh, how are you? Just because exactly. you always ask. But like actually meaning it. And I think just checking in with your, like, your loved ones, the people around you, it's, yeah. it's just important. Really good. Yeah. Should we go on to the next? next Yes. Okay, so the next question was, how are you supposed to deal with stress at home, especially with strict and demanding parents? So I didn't really do research on that. It's just my personal opinion and personal tips I would give you if a friend was asking me, for example. I think obviously some of us are very blessed with having a good connection to our parents. Some of us are not as blessed and maybe aren't so close with their parents or are experiencing stress from home or pressure even um i think in a situation where you are stressed and experience pressure it's really important to have a good support system around you outside of your family maybe maybe you even trust in your siblings a lot or i don't know an aunt or your cousin or something but also it's very important to maybe find very good friends it doesn't mean having a lot of friends maybe just one person that you can very fully trust and um, it's, um, yeah, it's very important to find the people around you that support you and that you can actually talk to no matter what. And also maybe if you are very, feeling very anxious or I don't know, not feeling comfortable at home, try to talk to somebody about this. And I know we've said this already before, but really talking makes so much, so many things so much easier. And yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I agree with you. Um, and I think it's also important, like you said, talking, I think that's kind of the first step and like answer to a lot of these, you know, questions is just really yeah. communication. And so I think if your parents, I mean, people are also very different with how they like deal with stress and some people need people Definitely. to like be on them and say, okay, you need to get this done, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And some people like, for example, I am hard enough on myself and thankfully my parents know that. So they are, they literally aren't hard on me yeah. at all because I am the hardest on myself. It's, you know, and sometimes that's not good either, but it, I think also, you know, depending on the nature of your relationship with your parents, trying to talk to them about it too, like really yeah. talk that because we are in a hard you know, school system and everything. And it's not easy when you have stress at school and then also the pressure of your parents wanting you to, you know, do really well. So I think that communication, like you already mentioned, and just talking about it is a very good way of, you know, approaching it. No, I think I fully agree with what you guys are saying. And I also would say that um, you should also, if you are feeling like, and it's getting to your head and that your parents are constantly telling you maybe, demanding more of you and you feel like you're not reaching their um their want or their potential that they expect of you I think just remembering that you are trying your best and you're doing whatever you can and I think that's Mm -hmm. it's hard if your parents don't support or like really understand um your achievements that much but I think it's still just trying your best to remember that you're doing your best and everybody yeah different process do it for yourself yeah exactly yeah I think it will not be an easy thing. Also, like Maddie said, the school is quite a tough um, yeah. thing. But if you kind of just remember your worth, then I think it'll be okay. Yeah. And just adding to that again, um, I mean, I feel like, like I said, it's always different for every family, for everybody. But um, also maybe finding things that you enjoy doing, not even just like talking to a friend, but also maybe finding something for yourself where you can remember your worth, like Freddie already mentioned, just something that makes you comfortable is also a tip, just maybe distracting you from the things that are more difficult in life. Yeah, I would say that. But it depends on everybody and we can't really generalize it. It depends on each problem. But yeah, like communicating, talking to your parents as well, if you are able to, and finding something that you like to do. And at the end of the day, as important as our parents are, it is your life and you know at the end of the day it really is you should do it for yourself you know you need to you need to have the mindset of okay I'm doing you know I want to do well for me and of course you want to make your parents Mm -hmm. proud but you can't you know it's your life exactly so okay cool then now we're going to our third question yes yes so um the third question is I thought it was a pretty interesting one and it is is it all right to push people away who are making your mental health worse um and I think this is a very difficult question to answer specifically because I think it really depends kind of you know on the situation or to the extent like what really is what really what are they really doing um so I think the first step would usually be to just analyze the situation itself so you know what are they doing that is harming your mental health Um, is it you know physical emotional abuse like there's many different levels so I think it really depends on the situation and also it will then depend if you can then what my advice would be to communicate to them so you know tell them what they're doing you know that you're not okay with it or that it's hurting you or try and obviously like I said it depends on the situation that may be dangerous you know it it really just depends. Um, but I think if they are, you know, your friend or something and 
they're just saying things because I think that's also that goes back to you know people who maybe if they have yeah, like, like for example body dysmorphic and their friends like say a comment that they think is you know totally normal and fine but to them it yeah. hurts them and what I think is just the best thing is you know to tell your friend and if they yeah. care about you they will most likely you know say okay I'm sorry and however if they don't then I do think it's okay I just think if you're going to push someone away it's good to kind of allow them also to understand so they can grow from it so not just yeah. to say okay I'm, I'm blocking you out because in that way then you can both obviously it's important you have to focus on yourself and prioritize your mental health rather than trying to change the people around you but I think it is important to let them know what they're doing so they can also you know understand yeah. um but yeah I think on that point it's also so significant because often and I think and by teenagers as well they just sometimes don't realize what they're doing yeah um, yeah oh 100 percent if they either don't know what you're going through or if they're just joking and you both have just different ways of acting and being and then it's just can be misinterpreted or the person wasn't intending to hurt you and if you kind of like Maddie said give them the opportunity to share your feelings and kind of state how you're feeling and then they like notice and try and change then you can don't have to Mm -hmm. distance yourself and you can kind of make both of your relationship and your friendship better yeah Yeah, and even like adding to that it depends like it doesn't have to mean pushing somebody away just because you're having a problem with them or something happened doesn't mean you can never connect with them again it means that they hurt you and you can let them know and it depends obviously what the situation is but you can always find a back way back together or not and that's fine either way but I think I'm a firm believer of like people are in your life for a reason so either they teach you something or they stay with you or something like it's just a reason I feel like somebody teaches you whatever but mm-hmm. um I feel like like we already mentioned like just your own worth is remember so important to remember just because like obviously we just have one life and we really have to take it seriously and just put ourselves first I mean yeah yeah and I just want to add to like when I was saying you know communication if the situation is where it's like you know kind of an abusive relationship or whatever communication to the person themselves could be you know not the best thing so at least like I'm saying like communication in general so talking to someone about it so whether that's a friend or like someone you trust um and then going from there so I really think with all these questions that we've already looked at communication is truly the key you know like reflecting Mm -hmm. and saying okay what you know and and also just accepting that there is something going on because I do believe that a lot of people will be going through things and not even realize you know yeah they're just that's the reality um so yeah I think also like Maddie said and I think to all these three questions it really does apply it always depends on the extent of the situation we're kind of just sharing Mm -hmm. our knowledge on a very more like small base and not as um intense Mm -hmm. um abuse or um yeah 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 so I think to what extent it is happening really uh, impacts kind of what how you act and what you do but I think like I said communication either communicating it to yourself to your friends or to the person I think is the most significant thing yeah I agree and yeah and then we might just go back to our main topic of mental well-being mm-hmm. um I think we should start off we have kind of similar topics but they all kind of discuss the same thing yeah. kind of just self-love and self-appreciation be very important and if we start off with uh like self-care I think we can just kind of maybe talk about the best ways we kind of like take care of ourselves and kind of what we kind of do for ourselves um because Mm -hmm. I think everybody has different ways and maybe some people 
kind of struggle also in like the school where it's very hectic on how to still take care of yourself um so for example just starting off i mean what i maybe find as self-care um reading i find very nice or even just watching a movie sometimes it like allows you to maybe like take a dip into another world or like another story kind of distracts you maybe um if you're maybe not feeling as well or also sport i have to say just because it does if you were getting active or just i don't know working out or anything it takes you away and i think isn't it proven as well that it gives you like um luck hormone or hormones or uh, something like yeah serotonin. like yeah exactly it yeah. boosts your serotonin it boosts your yeah and i do find that very like i don't know after you always kind of feel better i mean that's mm-hmm. something i experienced yeah, yeah. And I think it's very easily like said, oh, yeah, you know, take care of yourself, watch movies. And that is usually easy to do. But when yeah. you're like, you know, stressed and you have school or like exam week, like I've caught myself, you know, just not like just feeling like a total robot and just working, working, yeah. working. And you totally forget about yourself. And that's something that you should try. And obviously, even when you're doing exams, like I do think it's good to work out or go outside at least you know have do some exercise move and take care of yourself even when you know you have something big coming up I think it's really important yeah. especially then yeah and I think I think this will also lead into another topic I think just taking time no matter how long it is if mm-hmm. it's a whole day if it's a couple of minutes mm-hmm. just kind of breathing and kind of just allowing your thoughts to process because whatever you're going through if it's just school or if it's some kind of like stress or anything just kind of giving yourself the time to process this because if you're working and constantly running around you can't actually take time to appreciate yeah. yourself and just to rest a bit and I feel like there's also a stigma somehow around like self-love and self-care that it's selfish or it's seen as selfish sometimes mm-hmm. and I feel like just looking at what Freddie said like taking time for yourself that is not selfish like no. even saying no to something like yeah. I don't know meeting your friends like they're still going to be your hopefully still going to be your friends after you say no I need some time for myself and mm. it's so important even mm. like in the time we're living social media just like everything it's so much and it can be so much school pressure everything taking time for yourself is probably one of the most important things you can do for self-care definitely agreed and I think also for self-care and self-love which we can kind of touch on now um, yeah what is important to know is that you kind of have to get to know yourself, even though it sounds kind of stupid because we are ourselves, but you just kind of have to know what you, what's important for you and what you need. And like Claire said, if you maybe like certain events or things kind of stress you out, then just kind of know that. And I think the thing about self-love, I think, I think it's such a long process. I think by just my own life, you can realize that you always think, oh, you know, everything's great. And then something happens and you can totally have a different view of yourself. So I think you constantly have to not allow yourself to know that this is an ongoing thing your, mm-hmm. your, whole, your whole life. You're going to be like, yeah, having to tell yourself how much you care about yourself. Yeah. Just one thing very quickly. And that is so important. Please remember, literally like adults even are struggling mm-hmm. with that. It's not like it's like being happy. I feel like it's not a destination. It's more like the process of becoming it's not like, oh, that one day I'm going to like literally love myself. I'm going to be, per- you know what I mean? It's like, it's a process and that's fine. That's the way it is. Yeah. And I feel like learning, you know, who you are and like understanding yourself is never, you'll never like, you're always changing. And that's the thing. I don't even, I think you'll always be still like exploring who you are as it like will continue to change as you grow up and 
you know, meet different people and stuff. So I think, yeah, I, I agree with you, Claire, that it's not a destination being happy or being, you know, settled and being fully like, because I think self-care stuff, it's something that is just kind of ongoing. And I do also, you know, people say, you know, they do, they do meditation or, uh, you know, there's a bunch of different ways. And I do, those are like, kind of like what a lot of people connect with, like self-care is like meditation and stuff. And I feel like some people do that and that works, but I think also for others, like even writing in journals and diaries, I personally am not that type of person. I like to just kind of let it out and just then it's not like on paper. Like, I feel like if it's on paper, it's like, you know, so I just, I like to just like reflect and like kind of just let it out. But again, it just, it depends on who you are as a person. So I think that what I'm trying to say is, you know, when thinking of like self-care, don't just think about, you know, meditation. There's many ways of caring for yourself. So, yeah. So it, like my said, it hundred percent depends on the person and on you and what you need. However, you did bring up meditation. So I will focus on that <laughs> mm-hmm. because yeah. I'm a firm believer of yoga and meditation mm-hmm. because I think it just, as an example for me, for example, I think it just allows you for your mind and your body to connect and just really allow yourself to think and you just to kind of it separates you from maybe like a hectic life or whatever is happening and I think sometimes Mm -hmm. you can process your thoughts better but like paper like journaling or reading or like singing or talking to someone or like crying or whatever you need I think those are all different methods that people express themselves or take care of themselves or yeah it can literally like be anything that makes you happy right it's like self-care is just doing something that makes you feel good about yourself or about anything like I think it could be anything that you like literally but also just moving on to like the next kind of subtopic um which is also connected to self-love is body positivity Mm. um I mean I can just touch on it very briefly I think that it's the same way like we described the process of self-love it's a process like focusing on the Mm -hmm. process you're never going to be it's the same thing with the destination thing like you're never going to I mean I think it's never you're always going to find something that's maybe oh I I would like this better if it would be different or something Mm -hmm. like that it's probably just finding like beauty in your flaws if that makes sense like just finding yourself be happy with whatever you have like that's your body for the rest of your life you know So I think this, what the next thing I'm going to say, fits to body positivity as well as everything else. I think it's what I struggle with as well. And like so many people is like, don't compare yourself with others. Oh, and I yeah. think it's so mm. much easier. It's easier said than done. Yeah, Because definitely. we are as also like a, a generation where we're constantly on social media. I think you're just bombarded with these people that look yeah. beautiful and everything looks perfect. But like social media is just this tiny part of every person's life. And I think we have to remember that whatever we're struggling with, often people have their own insecurities, their own problems that are not visible and that people don't show you. Yeah, exactly. That's so important not to compare your body or like your success. And it's just, again, it sounds kind of repetitive, but it's everything's just a process which you're going through and everybody's at a different stage and you can't compare yourself without really knowing everything about them. So I think that's just so significant to say about everything we've talked about yeah people yeah no that brings me back to what I was saying earlier like you really don't know what people are going through and so that's why you know to assume that their lives are so perfect I mean what people show online is the most perfect version of them like you know you know it's probably they probably thought hours about posting or you know um at least that's how 
a lot of it is and I think that's why comparing yourself to that is it's just not realistic or you know healthy yeah Yeah. and also just um touching what Maddie said as well like um try to be kind maybe that's kind of cringy to say but also be kind to yourself during the process because like we already said like multiple times now like I think we're often very hard on ourselves I mean everybody is at one point Mm. I think it's very important to remember like be nice to yourself you're living with yourself for the rest of your life and also be kind to others because you never know what anybody's going through you never know and so just try to remember that going through your day maybe yeah and I think about that I think one significant thing that I just like I've heard it a couple times throughout my life is just like speak to yourself the way you speak with people you love or to people you love because I think often or I'm that kind of person that I care often sort of more about other people Mm -hmm. than myself and then you sometimes catch yourself where your your mental health is lacking or your mental Mm well-being is kind of at a low where others whereas you were just like put bringing people up yeah which I say you shouldn't not bring people up but you shouldn't forget about yourself find like a balance maybe yeah exactly and balance and always just like be nice and gentle with yourself because even though I know like Claire said this is a tad cringy but it's so true it's like (laughs) we learn from our mistakes and we have to accept these because they're just part of everything and I think I think over in our school we often get told like mistakes are good you learn from them and yeah it's sometimes like no I'm lying it's like stupid but it's really true like throughout everything in school and in your life you just have a bunch of mistakes and they just make you to the person you are and you learn from them. Right, yeah, exactly. Really significant. Um, just to conclude this episode about mental well-being, I think, I hope we shared good information about self-care and self-love and body, body positivity and about the questions that we answered. I hope they were uh, informative and they helped you a little bit. And I think the thing we learned the most is communication is important and just understanding yourself and remembering life is a process. Yeah, and I think with all the episodes that we've made for this podcast and, you know, what the real goal was to make this more of a, you know, less taboo subject of talking about mental health and your problems. And obviously, we didn't want to speak directly about, you know, like depression or what is it, because there's, there's so many different ones that we could spend, I mean, years, you know, talking about it, but just, you know, making it that it's normal to not be okay sometimes. And, really talking to other people I really wonder why we don't get taught a lot about it in school because it's one of those things like where we what we do learn is you know getting all these like assignments and having to work really hard but not on you know focusing on ourselves as well um so yeah we just hope that this can help some of you guys you know understand that it is normal you're not alone when you're feeling you know sad or any any of the there's so many so yeah yeah and also maybe this or listening to our podcast um, makes you want to break the stigma as well. So maybe try to break the stigma around mental health around yourself and your environment if you have the chance to. Um, and just try to work on being okay with not being okay sometimes. Yeah, also maybe starting the conversation with others about it, you know, telling, talking openly with your friends about, and obviously for people who are struggling with things, it's more vulnerable so they might just be like oh yeah no I feel like you know but just kind of opening it up and not making it as such a stigmatized thing and we also definitely um want to say thank you obviously yes, thank you for first much. of all following us maybe on social media listening to our podcasts and just finding it interesting or I don't know 
hopefully find it interesting um but yeah just thank you so much yeah listen thank you very much and i hope you learned something yes thank you all bye bye